Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. Today's episode of the Pretty Okay Podcast. I am your host, Taylor Holman, and it is just you, me, and a bunch of political talk today, babes. Sam was unable to join us today unexpectedly. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. (laughs) But her kid needed to stay home today from school, so she is rocking out her mommy duties, and I am rolling solo today. So today, we are going to talk about how to incorporate politics into your brand or your business, and to be quite honest, this is one of my favorite things to talk about. If you haven't already stalked me on the internet, you know that I have built a very political personal brand. And while that is the best thing for me to do, I fully respect the fact that it can be very uncomfortable for others to step into that space. So since being political isn't for everyone, I do want to remind you that you do have values and morals, and points of view, and opinions, and whether or not you decide to participate in politics or not, politics affects everyone. And these first four years have lit a political fire inside of a lot of people who maybe didn't think or know that they wanted to step onto a soapbox. And in a shit show like 2020 is, are now wondering how exactly they should be going about it. So just like everything else you might want to work into your brand or business, there is a spectrum and you can put your brand anywhere on it from not political at all to very political. But my guess is that you are here tuning into this episode because you have something to say and you just wanna figure out how to do it within your business. So before we dive in, I think it's really important to say that not everyone is comfortable with this and there are different levels of sharing. And before we dive in, I think it's really important to say that everyone will be comfortable with playing on this field in different ways and on different levels. And I think one of the most important things for me to remind you of before we dive into the rest of this conversation is that you should never feel pressured to do or say something just because someone else tells you to. Even if I am sitting here for the next however many minutes talking about the reasons why and how you can, 
you can tell me to fuck off and not do this at all. So I am only here to give you things to think about in the moment that you might decide you want to talk about politics on your own business channels. And Sam and I thought that this was an important episode to publish after the election. Um, this I am currently recording this on October 29th. My ballot has been turned in, but I am not clairvoyant and I don't know how the fuck this election is going to turn out. So in the words of Ricky Bobby, please sweet baby Jesus, I hope that it was the outcome that I wanted and that I am drinking a bottle of champagne as opposed to downing a bottle of whiskey. But even though the election has already happened and we actually might not know what the results are, that does not mean that the appropriate time to be sharing your views or do the work is over. Because if you're tuning in today, you want to build a brand that has a point of view. And you can't just show up every four years during a political or a presidential election. Politics is happening all of the time. And the issues you care about need continual support. So today, the rest of this will not be so much of me on my soapbox, technically, sort of, maybe, kind of, but I really want to focus today's episode on the things that you can do to feel empowered, to feel confident about sharing your political views through your business platforms. So what does or what can bringing business into or sorry, bringing politics into your business look like. And just like there is a spectrum of how much or how little you want to share, there are so many options of where you can share your political values. And I obviously have to kick this list off with Sam's pretty much favorite thing ever is core values and mission statements. So your political leanings can show up in how you are building the values of your business, right? So because you're, you're as Sam says it, or actually, I mean, maybe I have also said this, I don't know. We've recorded too many episodes for me to have a mental catalog, but your core values and your mission statement really are meant to be the North Star of your business and keep you on track and in line when things might get muddy or you just might have questions about what the best course of action is to take in the future. So. If you want to incorporate political opinions about diversity and inclusivity and environmental causes or women's rights or human's rights or you know whatever your passion policy is, don't hesitate to incorporate it into those things. And this is actually a perfect place to do it if you are just kind of wanting to dip your toe into or maybe dipping your toe over, crossing the line in terms of separating your political beliefs from your business. And the next thing that you can do that's more on the subtle end of the spectrum, 
is be sure to use inclusive language, right? The language and the words that we speak and write definitely have an impact on just our realities in general. And so you can be doing some of the political work by using inclusive language, by making sure that you're using the proper pronouns that someone would be very thankful that you decide to respect them with. Um, there's just a whole host of things that you can go through and kind of audit within the language that you're using to make sure that it is in line with your political beliefs, your core values, and your business's mission statement. And Jillian and I, my copywriting extraordinaire partner at Tailored Media and Designs, we wrote a blog post that has a bunch of ideas of how you can incorporate more inclusive language into things like your mission statement and um, just general language. So I will be sure to link those in today's show notes so that you have something that you can make quick moves on, but it can be something that you don't have to feel like is big and scary. Um, this is definitely one of the best first steps you can take if you're wanting to bring politics into your business. Now, for those of you who are badasses and super cool and actually have a business storefront, which I'm very jealous about, <laughs> um, you can also post signs on your storefronts, right? I mean, just like we share political campaign signs on the yards in our homes or our windows, or we put bumper stickers on our cars, your storefront is another place that you have that you can show the world your stance as a business. And I have a couple of friends who I think have done a really great job in doing this. And one of them is my friend Jenny Williams of Jenny Winnie Cakes. And if you, well, you should, you should do yourself a favor and order. I especially love her cake pops. Her brownies are the best brownies on the planet. <laughs> but if you ever swing by her bakery, you will see that she has a couple of signs posted in the window of her shop. And I think she also has some in the planter. And if I remember correctly, I think currently she has a Biden-Harris sign. She also has signs about her business being inclusive um, because it, she wants it to be clear that she will bake a cake for whoever the fuck wants a cake, right? So that is, I think, a great example of what you can do to show the people who are going to patronize your store or your storefront that this is where your business stands. And another thing that I have to give major props to is my friend, Jason Ree. He's a wedding planner in LA and he used the, the literal real estate that he has to install a Say Their Names memorial in the windows of his studio. And I think I should probably look this up and I will correct myself in the show notes if I am incorrect, but I'm pretty sure that another wedding planner named Joy Proctor came up with this kind of digital package that people could grip, like they could get and then they could print it out and install it. But it is names of black men and women who have been, 
whose lives have been taken from them. Basically, they've been murdered by cops. Um, but he has this beautiful memorial taking up this, the windows of his studio. And that is a very, very powerful political statement that he's chosen to make um, using that, again, literal real estate. So if you want and you are comfortable with doing something like that, I definitely encourage you to, to do that, right? Um, all right, so for those of you who are like that, I don't have a storefront or I'm not quite ready for something like that, I have a few more ideas that I think you'll be comfortable with. But the first one is that you can pull in your political values into your brand photography or your headshots when you decide to redo those because everybody needs fresh headshots every once in a while. So, you know, something that Jillian and I decided to do when we shot images for our website a couple years ago was in addition to having headshots taken where we were in, you know, boring business attire, to just call it what it is. We also took a lot of photos of ourselves in t-shirts that had words and phrases that we think really encapsulate our stance on a lot of things. So that's a really subtle way that you can, well, maybe it's not so subtle. I think it's subtle, but um, so that's a great way that if you just want to have some visual content that you can share and maybe you don't even say anything to point out what's on the shirt, but, you know, wearing something like that and photographing it and including it in your brand and putting it on your website and sharing it on social media is absolutely a way to communicate your political values to the world. So the other thing when it comes to the visuals that you are using when you are marketing your business or just in general trying to build your brand online is to make sure that you are using photos that show, that are diverse, that they show people in all of the ways, shapes and forms and sizes that they show up on the planet as, right? So if you want to make sure that your business is being interpreted as one that is inclusive, then if you do a quick audit of your Instagram feed or your website and all you see are white faces, then that is subtly communicating something to the world. And you might not and you probably don't have any sort of malicious intention and it's just the way things shook out, shook out, <laughs> shook out, shit, shook out, but you can make a very pointed and conscious effort to make sure that you are showing the world that you believe in the power of diversity and that you value the things that people who think differently have different stories, have different backgrounds, and what they bring to the table is really important to creating a, a strong democracy and community, right? So those are some of the things that you can do on the visual side of incorporating politics into your brand. But, you know, some of the other things that you can do, and I will just kind of spitball these guys, is you can make sure that you're doing the work by hiring other professionals 
who own minority owned businesses when you need something, right? When you need a graphic designer, when you need a website designer, when you need a bookkeeper, when you need a copywriter, whatever it is that you need, you can put in the extra effort to make sure that you are supporting minority owned businesses. And that in in and of itself is kind of unfortunately right now, a form of dissent. Um, But I think it's a beautiful form of dissent and it's a beautiful way for you to not only grow and expand your, your professional network, but it's a beautiful way to support other communities, right? Because when it comes to business in general, uh, one of the things that a lot of minority owned businesses struggle with is just access, whether that's access to clients, access to capital, access to the tools they need, you can really have a tremendous impact on a business when you do the extra research and you go what is unfortunately right now the path less traveled. So I encourage you to think about doing things like that. You can also write captions or repost articles about topics and issues that you're passionate about, right? So if you aren't someone who's going to sit down and write a prolific piece about politics, (laughs) that's totally okay. But there are tons of other journalists out there and academics and scientists and researchers who are writing prolific pieces that need to be shared. Because just because the science and or the research has been done, it doesn't really have an impact on the broader discussion that's happening until people see it. So caveat, side note, oh my gosh, please always double, triple check your sources um, because fake news and disinformation is a thing. So if you're going to repost articles as a way to incorporate politics into your brand, make sure you are vetting the source and you're doing everything you can to not be a part of spreading myths or disinformation, right? Okay, so the last thing that I think is a really fabulous commitment that you can make as a business owner is deciding to donate a portion of your sales, profits, or revenue, right? Those are all different things, but you can decide to donate a portion of the money that your business is bringing in to an organization that is doing the ground level work, right? They are the boots on the ground. They're the people knocking on doors. They're the lawyers fighting in the courtrooms. And it's all these people who are dedicating their lives to doing the work on behalf of the issues you care about. If that is something that is within your reality and ability as a business owner, this, in addition to using inclusive language and, you know, having visuals that show that you support diversity. This is one of the maybe easiest and most important things to do as a business owner, because, you know, we can stand on our soapboxes and we can help educate the people in our sphere, but there is always hard, dirty legal work and advocacy to be done. And if we are not able to do that ourselves, then I think one of the most selfless things you can do is help empower those who are doing the work. So, because remember, 
just because the election was technically over yesterday. I still don't know who won. <laughs> um, I'm very anxiously awaiting that. Uh, just because the election is over doesn't mean that these conversations come to a screeching halt. That is definitely not the case. Okay, so I think I've just overloaded you with things that you can do to bring politics more into your professional sphere. And I hope that you, I hope that at least one or two of them struck a chord and that you're excited and feeling like, oh yeah, yeah, I can totally do that. No big deal. Um, one of the things that I get asked, I wouldn't say super regularly, but regularly enough that I've taken a mental note is how to message when you're sharing your political opinions. And actually, I just realized I use the word opinion. And I, my first tip is to avoid sharing solely opinions. Um, okay, so let me let me revise that and remind you that one of the most effective ways to avoid pushback or being trolled by some fucking asshole on the internet is to keep your messaging rooted in education. Because education should be a neutral space and it only becomes charged when you start to layer opinion on top of it. So if you can speak clearly, succinctly, and really sometimes hold yourself from adding that extra, you know, of, well, in my opinion, which you hear me say all the time, so you can tell me to fuck off. <laughs> but if you're someone that is not sharing your political beliefs because you are concerned about the asshole trolling you, then this is definitely one of the best things you can do to feel confident about minimizing the chances for that. So keep your messaging rooted in education. The next thing that is really great to do when you are sharing your political opinions is to always encourage action steps or action items. And I think one of the most powerful things that we can do for each other is help spark curiosity, right? You know, because the curiosity piece is what leads us to discovering more. And when it comes to politics, a lot of people are not doing anything other than reading headlines. I have totally been guilty of this once or twice, maybe more, because we're all just scrolling quickly through um, our feeds. But if you are sharing a headline, I would encourage you to then include the next steps. So whether that is telling or asking people to go visit a specific website that you know has more factual information, if it is telling them where they can make a donation in order to support the people or organizations doing the work. Maybe it's, I mean, something that I've been flooding my feeds with lately is making sure that people have been returning their ballots 
on time, you know, educating them about when it was no longer appropriate to mail in their mail-in ballot. If you share action steps and action items, then you will earn the respect of the people that you are sharing this information with. And the last thing that I want to encourage you to do when it comes to how to message your political opinions is to really, really, really never try and share very partisan pieces. And I could go off and rattle off all of the partisan news outlets. I won't. And I'm not saying that you can't read them. But what I'm saying is just like you want to avoid layering your opinion on something, you people are more apt to hear what you're trying to communicate if they don't immediately look at it and say, well, well that's just a like super left website, right? So um, I try to not let myself share partisan pieces. Um, I try to balance things out if I am sharing something that might be partisan. But in general, quote those nonpartisan sources, go straight to the scientists, go straight to the academics, go straight to the researchers, and go straight to the journalists who don't work for some of the biggest networks. And you should be okay when it comes to how you are sharing things. All right, is your brain full? My brain is a little bit full, but we're not done yet. Cause I told you it was just you, me and politics today, babes. <laughs> okay, so how do you handle that asshole troll who eventually is going to give you shit about bringing politics into the workplace or into your business. And the long and short of it is your brand and your business are yours. And if someone unfollows you, they're not your people. So don't freak out about it. This is definitely something that has been happening quite a bit in 2020 as people have felt really compelled in the depths of their souls to share their morals and what they think is right and wrong. And people will unfollow you. People will comment and say that they disagree. And that is fine. I mean, I'm not, I'm not advocating cancel culture. I'm just telling you to give fewer shits about the people who are not accepting what you're sharing, especially if you are rooting it in education and sharing nonpartisan sources and all of that stuff that we just talked about, right? So those people are not your people and they can go bye-bye. Now, the next thing, if that person refuses to go bye-bye and they're trying to get you to engage in an online stupid bullshit debate, don't, don't engage. Just back slowly out of the room, don't engage because these people are looking for a public fight. And if you give them the public fight, you've given them what they wanted. So you do not as a business owner need to engage in something like that. I know that you probably will 
reel over it and your blood will be boiling. So call all of your best friends who understand you and your business and rant to all hell and back, but don't engage with asshole internet trolls publicly on the internet. Um, if you must say something, acknowledge that you hear them and say that you'd be happy to discuss it and maybe you tell encourage them to send you a direct message an email shit if you're super fucking brave get them on the phone 99 times out of 100 they won't take it because they're fucking cowards so <laughs> that that's my two cents about internet bullies and the last thing that i want to remind you of is that you shouldn't take this stuff personally. You know, I know that politics feels very personal because it is us sharing the core of, well, it's not everybody's core. I consider it to be a very core part of who I am as a person. But to whatever degree you feel that is, I understand that it can be hard to not take it as a personal attack. So this is something that if you haven't listened to our negative reviews episode, there's definitely some nuggets in there to help you grow the type of skin to confidently say, I am rubber and you are glue, <laughs> but just don't let it, don't let it eat at you because you should feel very confident about what it is you're sharing and that you have every right to say what is on your mind. So that is the conclusion of my stump speech. I said stump, not Trump. I know it rhymes. It's my stump speech. <laughs> so that is the end of the tips and action items and advice that I have to help you feel excited about incorporating politics into your business and your brand. And if you can't tell, this is something that I, I love. I love politics. I could talk politics all day. And if you want to talk politics with me, I'm definitely here. But also if you just need someone to kind of be that little extra push that helps you take the first steps on this journey, I am absolutely here for you. So I hope that you enjoyed today's solo episode. Sam and I will be back in a couple of weeks. Hopefully we are celebrating some good, good stuff that's happened in terms of the election. Hopefully, I mean, shit, hopefully we even are clear as to who won the election. But if you enjoyed me talking into your ears today, or if you've enjoyed any of the episodes that you have downloaded, then be sure to like, leave a review, and subscribe, um, because that helps us get into all the other brains of the cool boss babes out there. You can find us at Pretty Okay Podcast on Instagram, at prettyokpodcast.com, where you can also snag show notes. But... I hope you all have a beautiful rest of your day and Sam and I will be back with a new episode in a couple of weeks. All right, everyone. Bye.